1: Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K. show. It is hump day and uh, wow, it just feels like we've already had three weeks worth of news already by this hump day. We're going to speed through it all. It's going to be kind of like the speed round because if I spend too much time, I love to go deep into stories, but then I end up not getting to talk about and share with you guys so much about what's happening out there. And I know that you have so many different options of where you get your news and information and your analysis and opinion. And I'm just grateful that you guys come here, whatever night of the week it is, and join me. Um, I'd love to hear from you guys tonight. What are your thoughts about the stories that are breaking tonight and have been breaking over the last two days involving, actually every story really involves China, right? When President Trump came down the escalators in 2015 and started talking about not just the issues with our borders, immigration, but our virtual borders, and as well as the fact that he, we, we make America great again and put America first was about ending the way that China was eating our lunch. And every story that we've got to share tonight, whether it's about Swalwell getting, you know, <sighs> taken advantage of by a spy named Fang Fang. We got to talk about Fang Fang. <laughs> News is continuing to break there. Whether we're talking about the election fraud, which involves China and is a, a China uh, communist tactic. Whatever, uh, whether we're talking about the latest revelations that's breaking now on Hunter Biden, the coronavirus lockdowns and the, and the vaccines, it's all, everything has to do with China. Trump was actually understating things when he said that China was kicking our butts and we had to do something to stop it. And isn't that now when you hear all these stories coming out, isn't it even more clear why they're trying to steal the election from Trump? We've got breaking news to talk about on that end as well. I've got my friend Brian Maloney from Stop the Scalpings, Media Equalizer, and Red Wave America, who's just returning home from Atlanta. And we got to talk about the Georgia runoff and what's going on down there, as uh, Georgia is one of the defendants in the lawsuit that was filed by Texas against four states, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, which has now been joined by 17 states as well as intervened by the Trump legal team. So we're gonna talk about that with with Brian. We also have breaking news today in terms of social media and big tech. So there's so much to talk about tonight, as well as the fact that a story coming out of Oregon, Rachel Dolezal, man, she was brilliant years ago when she came up with her scheme. So we got much to talk about, and I wanna hear from you, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm streaming live on Facebook right now at The Answer San Diego. Facebook page and Kaniacs as long as it lasts, and you're about to find out when we talk to Brian Maloney about what's going on with Facebook. Mark Levin says that he's going to be completely done with Facebook. Uh, I think cancel Facebook or or leave delete your Facebook account, something like that, is actually trending right now on Twitter. More people are going over to Parler. People are starting to open up open up a Rumble account. So if you're watching and and you like watching and chiming in on the Facebook live stream. If it goes out tonight, please switch over. You can always listen to us on the radio dial, AM 1170 in San Diego, as well as uh, FM 96.1 in North County. But if you li- love the Facebook stream, unfortunately, we can't control what's going on with that. That's not on our end. You know, flip on over if it goes out to theanswersandiego.com. Boy, I can't, I, all that intro was so long. I got even, haven't even gotten into my news topics. But before I do that, Christmas came early for this guy because he got to sit in for three nights tonight, yeah. his last night for the yeah. one and only DJ Corn Merry Christmas, my friend. Why, thank you very much. <laughs> Same to you.
0: Same to you. But, you know, today, of course, Wednesday, like you said at the top of the broadcast, hump day. Oh, oh, oh. Got to be one of my favorite days of the week because the weekend is all downhill from here yeah yeah
1: once again you've said something that makes our general manager probably want you to go i have to go into witness protection program you never know you're not supposed to be thinking about the weekend on wednesday night man
0: yeah well i'm really testing him aren't
1: i (laughs) yeah you are
0: especially with that saint's comment the other night (laughs)
1: Shh. oh okay yeah so uh what do i go into first um the democrat uh who's the media has selected to be president elect and his um son all a part of Biden Inc. story that was hidden by the FBI and DOJ. Do I lead with that tonight or do I lead with the Democrat main propagandist who, who propagated who sits on the intelligence committee and, and propagated lies for four years to the American people that President Trump and everybody associated with President Trump were all uh Putin's puppets And we're all had colluded with Russia to interfere with our election and and do the work of Putin. Do I do I go with that story or do I go with the election theft that's continuing underway? Um, Let me start actually with Eric Swalwell. I'm going to start with that because I think there's uh, I want to clear up something that was posted on my Facebook account. He has not. Eric Swalwell has not been removed from the Intelligence Committee. That is a rumor that's going around. Uh, House Minority Leader. I believe it was House Minority Leader um, McCarthy who said that he should be disqualified. But no, that's not what happens with Democrats. No, see, if you're a Republican and you are, for example, the new national security advisor and you're on the phone in the White House doing your job, talking to somebody on the on the phone from a foreign government— and you're a Republican, that's going to get you visited from the FBI and the DOJ, and they're going to go after you to personally try to destroy you. Or if you're the new attorney general who's been nominated and you've been to a cocktail party uh, with the Russian ambassador along with every other Democrat in town, you got to give up your gig because you dare to you know, bump elbows with this dude. No, you can be a Democrat and haven't been in bed with Figuratively, if not literally, with a Chinese spy named Fang Fang, a Chinese operative spy named Fang Fang, who raised money for you, raised money for Tulsi Gabbard, put interns and workers in different offices like Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard says she doesn't have any recollection. So Tulsi Gabbard's, you know, boss hog herself is probably already lawyered up. This just proves a couple of things here. The Democrats are completely owned by China. Completely owned by China and on top of it to make matters worse while they're owned by china and you know what the republican party's not unscathed by this either. Brian Kemp himself, Republican governor of Georgia, is on has a has a website in chinese trying to trying to woo the chinese government and chinese investors to Georgia. We've had republicans that were that TPP deal this the outsourcing of jobs, the open borders, the the economic open borders in the end, the wanting to be a part of the globalist movement, New World Order Republican Party. That's also a part of cozying up to Chinese W when he started. How much money did George W. Bush borrow from China at the time? So the Republicans don't get don't get a pass on this. But back to the Democrat Party, because if this man was a Republican, would would when Devin Nunes came up with the Nunes letter? in which he had evidence he had evidence of the of the illegal spying that went on in the obama administration lies to the fisa courts and he and he took it to the white house he was told he had to, he had to come off of committee he couldn't do his he couldn't even do his job simply by wanting transparency simp- simply by wanting to present To And have the government look into the illegal activity of the FBI and the DOJ against the Trump administration. He was forced off committee. But now we've got a Democrat who's completely compromised, open to blackmail, who hid it from the American people and still sits on the he still sits on the intelligence committee. Where is the special prosecutor for him? And I'm not seeing Republicans everywhere from the the House or the Senate screaming about this. He'll get a pass. He'll get to he'll get to write it out. And of course, his statement today was not that he did anything wrong over his, quote, top secret friendship with the Chinese spy Fang Fang. No, he's wanting a probe into who leaked it. See, the Democrats know how to play the game. They write it out. They don't. They, you look at you look at Governor Blackface in Virginia. Had that been a Republican, this dude had a picture of himself that he submitted for his own yearbook in Blackface with a friend in a hood. And he's still governor. Swalwell does the old the best defense is a good offense routine and says, I didn't who leaked this to completely distract and deflect. And he's probably going to get away with it. There's also breaking news regarding to this. His dad and his brother are no longer Facebook friends with Fang Fang. See, up until today, they were still Facebook friends with Fang Fang. We don't know. We, we don't know the extent of her. We know that she left in 2015. But we don't even know the extent of her operations and what she managed to accomplish here. We don't know. Remember when David Petraeus was kicked out of the military lost his gig because he had, what, a two-week affair with a woman who had ties to, I think it was Saudi Arabia? I'm just flashing on that right now. I think he he, he lost his, his gig at Central Command for a two-week relationship with her and because this gal was allowed to see. Uh, he had some classified information at his home. Where's the investigation into what she saw, what she was privy to, who she knew, her communications? I want to hear. President Trump was impeached over a phone call that he had every right to make to a Ukrainian official because because he was uh, discussing whether or not Biden had done a quid pro quo. I want to know. I want to hear the, the transcripts of conversations between him and this woman. Emails between her and other elected officials. She supposedly skipped town back in 2015 uh, because the FBI was getting warm on her trail. We haven't heard anything from the FBI on this. While this man Swalwell went around for four years lying to the American people, t- pretending that he had absolutely seen hard evidence that Trump had collusion with, colluded with the Russians, the Republican Party knew that not only was that not true. And they continue to support this man, enable this man's lies and his coup attempts of a free and fairly elected president of the United States. They did nothing to investigate him. They did absolutely nothing. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Brian Maloney, get his perspective on this. We're going to talk about an update on the elections, where it stands. We're going to talk about uh, the Hunter Biden scandal. we just got so much more to talk about. And 888-344-1170.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
2: Andrea K. Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888 344 1170 Before the break, we were talking about the Eric Swalwell Fang Fang story of the Chinese spy who up until, I guess, uh, today was still buddies with his dad and his father on Facebook. Um, one of the things that's so egregious about the lies that he and the Democrat Party told, um, not just the lies to the FISA courts, but to the American people over and over and over, talk about in, in election interference in which you and your your the Democrat Party and their mouthpieces in the media lied to the American people and continued, even after Robert Mueller Uh, acknowledged and admitted that there was no evidence of Russian collusion, Adam Schiff, Swalwell's buddy, still stood before the cameras and said he had seen it. In the meantime, during all that, the Republican Party knew there was no evidence, and they sat back and they let Michael Flynn, a general, be railroaded, be persecuted. Manafort, Cohen, uh, Papadopoulos, Carter Page going back into 2016, all victims. And and Roger Stone, Corsi, all victims of an illegal, on the no, uh, no merits, no basis for any of that, simply because they wanted to overturn a free and fair election. They destroyed the lives of American people. That's who Eric Swalwell is. And the fact that he still has a job right now, while Americans out here across this country are starving because of these Democrat governors kills me and makes me so angry. But I've got to move on because there's other topics to discuss. And I've got my buddy Brian Maloney here from Red Wave America and Stop the Scalpings. He's back with me. He's fresh home from the ATL, and he's here to talk about all the time. Hello, my friend.
2: Uh, I, you know, I'm almost afraid to be a guest on your show tonight because you've been on such a roll. I don't want to interrupt any of it. I've been sitting here listening to it now for this hour. Oh, goodness. And, uh, I, I don't want you to stop talking because you're just nailing all of the points. I mean, what an overwhelming day. Uh, in the news cycle, but a lot of things that are starting to move our way. But one thing I really liked is that you're talking about what we have in Washington, which is a uniparty that is. I mean, the Republicans aren't doing anything for us. The Democrats are as sick as uh, I don't you know, unimaginably sick. Um, the only reason why there's any hope for America at all is because there are some Republican attorneys general who have gotten together and decided that the Constitution matters, and they want to save the Republic. That 's the only reason why we have a prayer today
1: absolutely and, but however, we still have the the, um, the newly elected or newly appointed um, what 's his name um, newly appointed head chairman of the republican attorneys General Association Carr, given an interview to somebody, probably faux news um, that with all due respect, the Texas Attorney General is constitutionally legally and factually wrong. About Georgia, he said, um, look, we have we have now a third of the country, a third of our states right. are now suing Michigan, Georgia, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania because they had people that outside the legislature unconstitutionally deciding up until even after the day of election, how they were going to change outside of the law, unconstitutionally manipulate the election election. For their own gain, and I, and for the life of me, how this man, maybe he missed law um, the day they taught law in law school, I, I, I don't know. Um, many people are saying we don't have any hope here if if we don't have a Supreme Court that's willing to step in and say, "The law is the law, we're dead. I mean I, the only, they can right. either come out and say, "The law's what it is, the Constitution's what it is, or the law's against the law."
2: Well, and that's exactly right, Andrea, because what you're seeing today is 20 states who are saying, look, the republic is, is in danger of, of death, uh, imminent death. America is in imminent danger of breaking apart at the seams. Uh, in, in, and I'm not saying this rhetorically or talking about something long term. I'm saying we are imminently in danger of busting into pieces. And uh, and I don't think that's an overstatement by it, by any means. And it's 20 states' attorneys general who are saying that, that, that what Texas is doing uh, in that suit is, is I mean, that, that is a powerful statement. Mm-hmm. You're talking about more than one-third of, of the country at this point, mm-hmm. um, and, and enough states to where, you know, if we packed up our bags and left, um, you know, I, I, I think that things would change. I mean, you know, you're looking at profound, profound issues, but what I love about this suit— and I'm not going to claim to be a legal expert, but I can still be someone who, like you and everyone else, is watching this with with amazement, um, is the fact that essentially it's not about voter fraud, and they don't have to prove voter fraud in this mm-hmm. case. What they're proving is that what happened in those states is unconstitutional, that it's up to the legislature to make these changes uh, legally. And and it wasn't done that way. I mean, it's such a simple concept. And what's so brilliant about it is that you don't have to prove that Dominion or Smartmatic machines were tampered with or any of the other things that I, I know we can prove and have tons of evidence for. But, you know, getting a court to even listen to any of those mm-hmm. things um, is, has been extremely difficult. They don't want to hear about it. But this is an entirely different subject. So somebody... You know in Paxton or whatever, or whoever in his staff or somebody just said, "You know, let's go after what this is really about, mm-hmm. and that is making changes to election law uh that are an end run around the Constitution in the United States. I mean, it's just ingenious,
1: yeah, it is ingenious. It makes me wonder if Ted Cruz didn't whisper this in Ken Paxton's ear. It certainly didn't come from Mike Lee, who many people had said that they wanted to be nominated." Uh, for the Supreme Court. And I've never liked Mike Lee. He's squishy. No. And this is this is the dude, you know, who he hasn't come forth with anything. No. What what legislation What's he come up with since the election day? Oh, yeah. Let's give let, let's let's open up and remove the cap from companies, countries like China from sending their right. workers here while we've got Americans starving. There's not been one Republican, by the way, who's done anything Uh, even spoken with a resolution on the floor of the House or any mention on the Senate of the fact that we've got American citizens being ruled over and suffering under edicts by uh, unconstitutional edicts by these dictators across the state. I am as sick to death of the Republican Party as I am of the Democrats. However, I have said, Brian Maloney, and you're fresh out of of Atlanta and and you I, I have family across the state. They are disgusted. Many of which who said, you know, why should I bother to vote? Because the fix is in and the fix is in by Republicans. And initially, I was like, look, before I, I, anybody should commit to voting down there, they should try to hold the Republicans' feet to the fire. And I think that it has worked. Um, people were hysterical, like, no, get out the vote, turn out, turn out, turn out. And I said, stop shaming the voters. They have valid concerns that the Republican Party needs to address. Yeah. And if they address it, then people will turn out. Why are you beating up on the voters, man? Sure enough, we've well, got. We've yeah. got uh, Leffler and Purdue have come out today and issued statements that they support uh, these lawsuits, and I think that's a powerful statement. and And you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that the Georgia well, voters need to come out. They do need to come out. I think the Republican Party there's enough movement positively right now to where we do need the turnout out for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, because the fraud issue is going to continue to be litigated for a while whatever happens with Trump and we need to force the fraud to the surface in January. It was forced to the surface in November because of the huge turnout, and the landslide for Trump. And, and um, if, you know, the election is on the fifth, it shouldn't be, it should be postponed, but they're keeping it on the fifth. You know, it could be still end up being Trump, um, you know, on, on the 20th being inaugurated your thoughts.
2: Well, so just for, you know, I've been spending a lot of time in Georgia and uh, this left, uh, what I've learned over the past week—I uh, just got back like an hour ago—is uh, that essentially, you know, um, Leffler and Purdue deserve to be reelected. They are good Republicans who should not be lumped in with Brian Kemp, et cetera. And the other problem with this whole thing about staying home and not voting is that the people who are promoting this, who are pushing this on Republicans, they stay home and protest or whatever are people we can trust who are absolutely working on behalf of the Democrat Party to convince Republicans to stay home. And a lot of money is being spent on billboards and other advertising try, trying to appear that it's coming from a conservative uh, perspective when it's actually just coming from Democrat Party groups. So this is a trick to get Republicans to stay home and get socialism to be you know, the law of the mm-hmm. land and whatever uh, and, and have a marxist takeover of America so if we're you know worried about whether kelly or Purdue or, or, or as conservative as they could be or whatever bottom line is they're not perfect but they're better than a lot of Republicans in this party most of the Republican party is is so out of touch with America I mean they're not really putting up any kind of defense against what the, the sick disease that is the Democrat party but we're going to have to have a new political party there's no question but what I think there are still good Republicans at the state level and in places around the country who don't deserve to be lumped in with the slime in Washington. But as you pointed out, bringing foreign workers in here at a time when Americans are, millions of Americans are struggling to get by and are really not going to get through this winter in one piece, is, it shows that they are out of touch beyond anything you could have ever imagined. The ruling class, the uniparty, we call it. Uh, is hopeless. I mean, they are beyond reason. You can't talk to them. You can't, they don't want to hear anything. Uh, so we're at a point where this is what I'm saying. I mean, the, the country is about to bust into pieces here mm-hmm. and they're clueless. Yeah. But, but that January 5th election, you know, we still have to turn out for Republicans. And I'm really shocked by a lot of what I saw. I drove up and down in Georgia. I went to Valdosta. I went to the uh, Trump rally. The first one actually ever attended in my life it was fascinating whole thing was I, mean, I know many of your listeners have probably been to five or six but for me it was the first one and and where it was located and then the crowd that turned out and where people were coming the whole thing was i learned so much in one evening i couldn't i couldn't believe it
1: well yeah um i've got family that uh, all across the state of georgia some of which just moved to georgia from ohio um, one family member who went in 2016 to I don't know seven Trump rallies, because uh, he did a bunch in Ohio, and she was bombed, and she was like, you know, I moved to Georgia because I thought this was a Trump bastion and a red state, and and she's just so so de- so demoralized but because of Governor Kemp, and yeah. and, and but it and it is, and we need to we need to keep. We need to keep the Senate majority. We absolutely have to, and then we've got to get active at the at the grassroots level. Like Ned Ryan said, we need to be in what I've been saying on my show for a while. It's not enough to just go and vote. We cannot just continue no. to, to to put the put the burden on President Trump if he ends up getting inaugurated, and on the Senate and the current House. Does we can no longer just, we have to be like the Democrats, Brian Maloney. We've got to get active, and we've right. got to run for office. No. We, we've Aren't, got to we've got to not. be showing up at school board meetings. We've got to be pushing back on social media which by the way breaking news today on YouTube and Facebook can I keep you over the break yeah 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 yeah, yeah. because Brian um is going to be here we're going to talk about a lawsuit a lawsuit I think with the FEC filed a lawsuit against Facebook today for a monopoly this could really be what what could actually uh keep us uh able to stay on Facebook YouTube bre- breaking story today on that we got to talk about that and more with Brian Maloney so y'all don't go anywhere Brian's going to stick around and you better too
0: want more andrea k follow her on twitter at andrea k show and like her facebook fan page at andrea k spelled
2: k-a-y-e andrea k the donut queen of san diego it's the andrea k show on the answer san diego
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. In a little bit, we're going to be talking about this crazy Michigan State Legislature woman calling for Trump people. You Trump people, you know we we coming for you. You better walk lightly. She's saying, "Yeah, we're going to be talking about her in a little bit." We've also got breaking news story here from California with Gavin Newsom. Exactly how much y'all out there hurting? You had your restaurant shut down. You have any idea how much his plump jack businesses got from the Small Business Administration. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on the show, as well as some uh, breaking news some information on the vaccination that's out. But Brian Maloney from Red, Red Wave America and Stop the Scalping has stayed over with me. And this morning, well, let me back up and preface this, Brian. Last night, Joel Pollack from Breitbart was on, and he's got a new ebook out called Neither Free Nor Fair about the 2020 election. And he says in his book, he's talking about there's a variety of different ways in which the election was stolen, one of which was Something that I say all the time, control the message and you control minds, control minds, and you can control the outcome of the elections. And then this morning, uh, sure enough, YouTube has announced that they're going to be deleting any content that has anything at all to do with disputing the election.
2: Right. Well, and and the thing is, Andrea, but here's the problem for Silicon Valley, is when these turn into court cases. You know, they can censor us as much as they want, but none of what Google does has any bearing in the U.S. Supreme Court. And that's where they run into a deficiency. Google does not control the U.S. Supreme Court. They may have bought off everyone in Congress, which clearly they have a long time ago, including a lot of fake conservatives, never-Trumper types who who were paid absolutely were paid money by Google and other tech companies. But so there are limits to the effectiveness of what they're doing. And they're also just driving conservatives away to new platforms like Parler and MeWe and other places where we're moving to. And we're watching Newsmax instead of Fox. I mean, we're finding new places to go. So what they're doing isn't working. They're going to lose money. They're going to lose viewers, lose users. It's their funeral.
1: That's true. You know, I wish I could say that at the same time this was happening, that we had an NDAA that was being passed with the, the removal that included the removal of the um, uh, the clause, the section, 230 clause that the gives them. 230. Yeah, yeah Section yeah. 230, which gives them legal protections. They should have never been. It should have never been granted to them in the first place. And the second they started acting as a publisher and started controlling the content and suppressing people's speech, it should have been removed. Um, well, you know but
2: look at how that bill passed with a veto proof supermajority uh, that does not provide for what Trump was asking for with Section 230. So, I mean, they, again, the uniparty we were talking about a few minutes ago strikes again.
1: Yeah. And we even have Republicans saying that if Trump vetoes it, they're going to join together and have a veto proof uh, vote in the Senate. And we need to, and one of the reasons why it's important, you know, I'm not contradicting myself by, you know, pointing out the Republican Party and what they're doing and then also telling people to go vote in January. No, we need to keep the Senate majority because at least the the Republicans, the rhinos, are not as bad as the Democrats, first and foremost. And holding the Senate will be a a speed bump at least. And then we need to get active and start primarying all of these rhinos that are in office. And I mean, and then also get active at the local level. One of the things that should have been apparent to everybody Uh, With the elections, as well as fraud that's taken place, as well as with these shutdowns, is how important it is to pay attention to what's going on at the local level. And that's from your secretary of state to your election officials, to your city council, your school board people. And beyond. Um, But, yeah, it's incredibly disheartening because they don't seem to be caring. And, of course, we've got Republicans saying with his NDAA, well, this Section 230 doesn't have anything to do with the military and we can't hold up our military, you know, getting them paid for something like that. No, but you're willing to, you know, allow the military pay to be held hostage with crap that has to do with Elijah Cummins, you know, stuff that doesn't have anything to do with the military and protecting our First Amendment rights is an act of of defense and national well, it, security it, it,
2: absolutely because there is a war uh, against us by launched by silicon valley and it's destroying our country it has put the country on the on the verge of collapse uh and, you know d- d- dissolving of the country so i think really the best way to put this is to say there are good republicans and bad republicans we can still go out and campaign for good republicans and and heap scorn upon the bad ones. Uh, it is not a unified party in terms of you know I mean because look, it is a party that has someone like Ted Cruz who's been fantastic recently, mm-hmm. but it's also a party that has as you were talking about uh, Lee and Romney and the others so I mean it, it is about picking and choosing good versus bad, but what we need and what we're about to get. One way or another is a revolution in this country, and it will include new political parties because we can't go on with the Republican Party we have right now. We need to take the good people and bring them into the new party, and we'll bring the entire base of voters over to the new party. Mm -hmm. And what's left of the GOP can have, you know, one or two percent of the population, and they can have Mitt Romney and, and all the usual suspects. They can have them. Uh, but they're not coming along for this ride. We, right. we are about to see profound changes in this country no matter what happens.
1: Absolutely. And one of the things we can do, I'm glad you brought it up, is we can support new media you know, you have been so active. You helped save Sean Hannity's job. You helped save Laura Ingram when people were going after her, I think, over David Hogg. And then to see Fox Wait. News turn on its base is absolutely infuriating to me. And I have not watched them since election night. They will not no. be on in my home. I'm on Newsmax every week. Tonight, I was proud to be on Dr. Gina's show on Real America's Voice. I go on Tipping Point every week with Kara McKinney. We must support new media. We need to get off right. of Twitter and Facebook. We need to go to Parliament. We need to open up a Rumble account. Why are we rewarding them? And, and you know, I, I, I know that there's still some great voices on Fox, but I can't give them my eyeballs because to give them my eyeballs supports that entire well, uh, outlet. And I just can't well, continue yeah. to do that.
2: Well, we got revenge this week when Newsmax, for the first time, beat Fox in the ratings. And to give you an idea about how profound that is, understand that Newsmax is only carried on a fraction of the cable systems that, have, that carry Fox. Almost every cable system carries Fox, but, but many large ones don't carry Newsmax. So for Newsmax to beat Fox in the ratings uh it is doing with a handicap that is is you know it, uh, would seem insurmountable mm-hmm. and yet they did it so we're getting our revenge now why are we still on facebook why are we still on twitter well what we're doing right now is we're just on all of them we're on parlor we're on me we but the problem is the reason why we're still on the on the old liberal ones uh is that we a lot of our our members are resisting moving over yeah to the new ones, we go, I don't like the way that, all look, or they're kind of, you know, this or they're kind of that. It's like, well, you know, I, I'm sorry, it's not perfect over there, but, you know, we can post something there and not have it censored. So I'm sorry the interface isn't as nice as what you're used to. There's some little thing that bothers you. There's all this nitpicking going on. Right. And so most people have not made the transition yet. And what I keep telling them day after day is one of these days you're going to wake up and you're not going to be on it there at Facebook anymore. You're going to wonder where everybody went. And, you know, so get it going
1: now. Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. In fact, if President Trump left Twitter and went exclusively to Parler, wow, yeah. wow, that would be a- the Twitter goes away because yeah. Twitter
2: doesn't have that big of a user base. It never did. Uh, and Trump has probably led to more growth at Twitter than anyone else ever
1: has. Yeah. Now, we haven't had much time. I've got about a minute left. What can you tell people that's important about this FEC lawsuit against Facebook for its monopoly and what might be the fallout?
2: Well, I mean, I'm hopeful, but I'm also cynical. But the fact that so many states have joined in, even if red and blue states have different motives and different things, they want to be the result of it it has to be perhaps the first time Facebook might actually be running scared ever because every time they had these Senate hearings with, you know, they bring in Doc and he looks like a space alien and they bring in chat from Twitter and he looks like Putin or some weirdo at a bus station, um, you know, they would just laugh their way through those hearings. So uh, they knew nothing would come of it and nothing ever did. So this is the first time where something might actually result from from legal action we might actually see a different facebook come out of it so let's hope i mean the war ahead is a war it is america versus silicon valley absolutely. Uh, that is the war that is ahead it's not about russia it is about china but china and silicon valley are one and the same
1: uh, oh we yeah, absolutely couldn't have said it better so yeah um i there i read today that it's a possibility that if they lose they'll have to sell whatsapp and uh instagram and break that would be, apart. be great. And that would be absolutely fantastic. Well, you're great. Thank you for letting me keep you over. You must be exhausted. Oh, yes. And I appreciate your being here. Tell everybody how they can support you.
2: Well, just go to Red Wave America on Facebook uh, and also our STS group, which is just STS America. It's not what you type in to go there. And love that so many of your listeners are already a part of it. Yes. And uh, we're moving over to Me and
1: Wee too. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Alrighty, now stay tuned. We gotta talk about we come back. We gotta talk about Hunter Biden. We gotta talk about this crazy or is she crazy? Is she crazy like a fox? I think we should be taking this woman seriously in Michigan who called upon certain soldiers to put the hurt on Trump supporters. We gotta talk about that. We come back and more. Stay tuned.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
2: Andrea K. Kay, telling you like it is all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: I didn't know that donut spot was going to play before I tell everybody about my balance in nature, (laughs) especially as I'm sitting here with my packet of donuts. Yeah, I eat donuts, but I also take my balance in nature. And, you know, something occurred to me this morning when I was walking my boy Gator that this that I have been wearing sneakers for a while now without inserts into them. And. That may not sound like a big deal. I've talked a lot about how taking my balance in nature, 10 servings a day of 31 fruits and vegetables, what it's done where for the first time in my life, I've gone a year without a sinus or ear infection. But this morning I realized this is the first time in a year that for a while now I have not had to, on my feet, I had so much feet pain so much foot pain that I couldn't walk in the mornings for a while until I got circulation going. I would have to buy really soft, special sneakers, and then I would have to put inserts into the sneakers in order to even be able to walk. I mean, I had so much foot pain. And the foot pain's been gone for so long now, I didn't even think about it. I mean, the balance in nature has literally changed my life. And yeah, I may eat donuts, but I, I... exercise, I work out, I take care of myself but it was really taking the balance in nature that really really has changed me from a health perspective and it's disturbing to me that you do not hear ever hear Fauci or Burks or anybody pushing the masks Pushing this vaccination, this vaccine, nobody's talking about how to really pushing, how to boost your immune system. And I'm not telling you, you'll never get sick if you take Balance of Nature or you'll never catch the Rona, but I'm telling you that it's made me healthier than I've ever been in my life. Go to BalanceNature.com, use discount code HEALTH and get free shipping and 35% off. And, you know, they have free coaches there that will help you come up with a plan for you. I'm telling you, it's changed my life. Um. Joel Pollack said on last night's show that there's lots of different ways to affect the election outcome. You know one way to do it? By having an FBI and a DOJ refusing to investigate one party, one party's candidate, one party's family, in spite of the blatant corruption that they know is existing, as well as refusing to when the FBI and the DOJ never told anybody while President Trump was being impeached, they had Hunter Biden's laptop. Now we find out today, after the election, of course, that the FBI's been investigating him, he there's a grand jury that's been impaled Hunter Biden that he's being investigated for possible tax crimes, and these tax crimes are born out of apparently from the laptop that they got that they never revealed to anybody oh the d o j and FBI they don't want to affect an election by by you know uh um prejud, prejud, i think it's called not prejudiciing uh prejudicial information. Well, withholding information that the voters have every right to know is going on with one of the candidates and his son, withholding that is electioneering. The FBI didn't have to co- reach any conclusions for anybody, but they could have said, as we find out today, that the FBI notes Us- used to code 272, which which is related to money laundering and unknown a specific unlawful activity. 272D is a code for transnational fraud and transnational illegal activity. Of course, Joe Biden says he's incredibly proud of Hunter. Of course, you know, I mean, Hunter married his dead, you know, brother's widow and then, you know, cheated on her with a hook with a stripper who he got pregnant and then refused to pay child custody. I mean, you know, uh, child support. I mean, if you can't be proud of that, what can you be proud of? Right. Shame on not just this Biden Inc., and the most corrupt family in the history of the United States, but shame on the FBI and the DOJ, and as well as the media for hiding this from the American people. 20-something percent of them said, this is why we need to get rid of early voting, because many of the early, when the New York Post did publish the Hunter Biden story, there were people who had already voted for Biden who said they wouldn't have voted for him had they known about that story. Um, Another story today has to do with uh, the Michigan, uh, Cynthia... Murphy, I think her name is, she put out a video today with a warning to, quote, Trumpers. She said, you better walk lightly. We aren't playing. She called for her soldiers to go after Trumpers. She was literally inciting violence. And at first I laughed. I said on Dr. Gina's show tonight on Real America's you know, News, I said, you know, when you stop thinking for a second you stop laughing that she looks like a Dr. Evil impersonation, it's incredibly disturbing that we had a Democrat elected official literally inciting violence of Trump supporters. And for what? Having a different opinion? This is the kind of crap that happens in North Korea. This is how we have Uyghurs in China being put in indoctrination camps. So somebody saw my interview on Real America's Voice News with Dr. Gina, and because I said, who are these soldiers she's talking about? Is she talking about the U.S. military? And he sent me an email. I got an email from a viewer says, I live in Kentucky and we have seen the NFA soldiers here over the summer. They come from Florida and all over the place. I don't know if this is true or not, but this is his story. What he said to me, the guns were loaded and they accidentally shot one of their own people in downtown Louisville. Accidentally, he said he went to the hospital. The leader of the group who says they are the new Black Panther Party is now in jail or under arrest for some charge related to their activity in Louisville. They are called the not effing around coalition. You can read about them, but they are very real. I think you should know uh, who the Democrat Rep. Cynthia Jones is talking about. Um, And they are the Black Panther NFA. Um, He sent me a link and he says that's who the soldiers are for which she is referring. Um, Trump held his vaccination summit yesterday. Britain was proud that they were administering the first vaccinations. And today they issued a warning um, that immediately two workers who got the vaccination had to be revived because they went into anaphylactic shock and now they're telling people that if you have a history of allergies to food medicine or whatever don't take the vaccination we're going to continue to talk about the threats that this vaccine places as we go forward we got a we got a story about Gavin Newsom I couldn't get to tonight but we'll bring that to you tomorrow night love you all 6 p.m pacific time tomorrow night peace out